Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Sis Internet Radio. Sisters in Spirit, affectionately called Sis, is a nurturing environment for women that inspires harmony in everyday living, shares resources that empower, offers information and support that nourishes the soul, balances our mental and physical well-being, and promotes inner peace and heightened spirituality. Our vision is a world where women live consciously, harmoniously, and spiritually to positively impact our lives and the lives of those with whom we come into contact. Join us as we live life with style, grace, and of course, much joy. Yes, welcome to Sis Empowerment Radio. I am Raisa Nazaire, and I am here with my co-host, Deborah Sky Samuels. How are you this evening, Deborah? I'm fine, Raisa. How are you? I'm doing really well. Good. And I'm excited to do this show because it's like the second half of the sequel. So we wanted to focus on marketing that aspect of books because so many people do a really good job of taking the significant first step to write their book and then they don't allow the book to shine. It's like going halfway up the mountain when your goal is the top and you stop right in the middle. So think about it. Writers who never market their book will not see the success they want, and they may deserve because it's a really good book. Mm-hmm. It took time and skill to build a plot or gather the information that's going to engage people and, and really draw a reader in. And it's going to take time and skill to sell your book. It's a discipline that requires both focus and resolve. So our guest tonight, Kathy Harris, has proven that she has that discipline by authoring 20 books, hosting Kathy Harris TV, speaking at lectures, and training at seminars and workshops. You may have heard of her as a whistleblower who exposed how U.S. Customs and Border Protections and other federal officials violate the rights of humans uh, and of international travelers, yet she does so much more in the community on health, entrepreneurship, politics, and all-around life empowerment. Kathy, welcome to the show. Hello, and thank you, ladies, for having me on. I am so excited about being here. Yes, we're glad to have you. Thank you. Yes, it's our pleasure, definitely. So would you please start off by telling us your story and how you went from a federal employee to a person who has dedicated their life to empowering others? Well, when I retired from my job in 2005, of course, I was only 48 years old, which meant was that I had to get something else. I had to have some type of business, of course, to do at 48. Surely I wasn't going to go and just sit in a rocking chair. So right. um, I, at that time, I already had one book out, Flying While Black, and it came out through another publisher. And I loved the way that she put the book out, and I was just so fascinated with what she was doing in her particular company to the point where I knew then that I wanted my own publishing company. So as soon as I retired, I jumped knee-deep into my own publishing company, Angels Press. The website is www.angelspress.com. 
And after after I opened my own company, of course, I continued to stay out there and give seminars. I became a speaker. Now, the three seminars that I give that people really, really enjoy are my writing seminars on how to write a book. It's actually my hottest seminar. And I also give seminars on health, and I give seminars on business. Most writers, the biggest mistake that most writers make is not really looking at themselves as a business owner, and this is why when they put out a book, they don't really continue to go to that next level because they just don't continue to do more research on what it is that they're actually doing. You have to be a business owner if you are a writer. Even though you're creative, you wrote this book, this book is your baby, but you have to get out there and continue to build your business. And that is the biggest problem with, with most writers. Yes, I agree. I, was, I read that the number one mistake is not marketing your book. So what advice would you have for our audience on initial, sta- initial steps to take? Well, there's a lot of things. In my book, my writing book and my business book, I listed 30 ways that you can actually market your book. The biggest thing is you have to toot your own horn. You have to get out. Nobody's going to do this for you once you write that book. And before you write the book, actually when you're writing the book, you need to be telling everyone about what it is that you're doing by uh, using word of mouth advertising. Word of mouth advertising is the best thing that you can ever do. I'm talking about when you're out there in the grocery store, in the bank, or wherever you're at, you got to be proud of your book. you got to start talking up your book just when you're writing the book. And of course, when the book comes out, that's the time to really get out there and shine, to let people know the book is ready and just to put your book in front of your customers. The biggest problem is most people, when they write a book, they have to be specific about who their customers are. Who mm-hmm. are you writing this book for? Are they young? Are they old? Are they black? Are they white? Are they on the Internet? Are they in your community? Do they live on a national level or an international level? So before you even write the book, you have to figure out your target audience. Who are you writing this book for? And once you figure out your target audience, the goal is to stay in front of your target audience. So there's a bunch of things you could do. Let me just tell you some of the things I do. Well, I've got a book coming out in a couple of weeks. The name of the book is The New CEO, 185 Easy to Set Up Steps for Youth and Adult Business Owners. Now, that book is coming out in a couple of weeks, but I've been talking that book up for the last 30 days. So a lot of writers can pre-sale their books. If they set their website up where you can go in and actually buy the book before the book is released, a lot of authors are still using the way. They used to use that way years ago a lot. They don't use it now as much as they used to, but people are still pre-selling books. So again, before that book comes out, you just got to let people know. You got to have that waiting audience waiting and ready to buy the book. I mean, I'm being contacted from people from all over the country because right now, because of the economy, a lot of people want to start a business. They have no idea on what kind of business to start. So I'm sure they're going to buy my book. They're going to read all 
all the things in the book, and they're going to try to figure out what kind of business they need to set up. But one of the things, the easiest way for a nonfiction writer to get out there and market themselves, if you're a nonfiction writer, all you need to do is take a chapter of that book and get out there and turn it into an article. Now, what I do is I write articles. I call myself a syndicated columnist because my articles appear on many websites, on many blogs, and I have a newsletter, an e-newsletter, where I post my articles at. So, again, if you're a nonfiction writer like myself, a person with over 20 books, then all you need to do is take a chapter of that book and put it out there and turn it into an article. That's mm-hmm. one of the easiest ways to market yourself. And, again, an e-newsletter. E-newsletters are so easy to put together now. Everybody uses constantcontact.com for their newsletter. That's one of the best ways to put a newsletter together, and it's only like $15 a month. So, again, you want to use e-newsletters to market yourself. You want to give seminars and workshops. That's free. Um, last year I put together a tour, and I went to 15 states, and I had these seminars and workshops. And at my seminars and workshops, I sold a lot of books. So, again, having seminars and workshops is a great way to get out there and sell books. Now, a lot of people don't like to travel, but they have the mega buses right now where you could just get on the buses, take a box of books, and go two to three states over on the mega buses and get out there as a speaker. And every speaker needs to have a product. So, again, getting out there as a speaker, uh, you know, traveling all over the country is a great way to put your books out there. Getting your blog, having a blog. You can put up a free blog at www.blogger.com or www.wordpress.com. That's another way you can get out there and market it. And, of course, social media. I'm talking about Facebook, mm-hmm. Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn.com, Ning, N-I-N-G.com. All these sites are great for marketing your business. I forgot about Ning. It's been a while. So you said that uh, you should market before it's published. Does that just right. work for known artists or known authors, or would that work for the average person who's never put anything out there before? Well, the biggest thing is people need to understand you have to build your network. I Mm -hmm. started building my network over 15 years ago, probably in 1998. When I actually blew the whistle, that's when I started collecting email addresses. When I would meet people in the community, I would collect their information and get their email and put it on my email list. So you have to build your own network. Once you build your own network, of course, they're going to be ready and waiting for whatever it is that you're putting out. So it's mm-hmm. extremely important. Nobody is an island. You don't want to be there by yourself. So you want to start connecting with other people and build your own network and start giving them a small e-newsletter or a monthly newsletter or start talking to them on social media. So it's pretty easy to build networks, especially now with all the social media out there. Right. Kathy, you mentioned that your first book was um, you had a publisher publish your first book. Have you dealt with a publisher since then? And then um, also, what are some of the pros and cons of working with a publisher as opposed to self-publishing? Okay, the biggest thing about going with a publisher, they can end up taking anywhere from 40 to 60% of your book. I have heard all kind of stories about people spent 10 years putting out their own stories, 
and once they went through these publishers, these publishers actually took 40 to 60%. I, I've even heard up to 80% of the profits from the book. That, that means that you're only getting about 20% of that book. Now, this is your story, but as long as that book is out, you're going to have to pay the publishers. The other biggest mistake and what you really need to watch out for when you go through the publishers, now, they're going to tell you that they're going to market your book. The only thing that they're going to do is put your book on, your, on their website, and that's it. They are not going to market your book. So you need to understand that the only person that's going to get out there and market your book is you. So if you have a publisher, and and I'm asking because of the show too, and because I do have a book that I've written, and my thought was to have a publisher print it because that would be less money out of my pocket. I've talked to several people uh, who are self-publishers, and they're telling me about different types of different ways that you can self-publish, but they all seem like eventually it's going to cost money. So a publisher is only going to print your book. They're not going to work on the advertising and the marketing. Most of them don't. They would tell you they are going to do that. Matter of fact, they have a small contract for you to sign. In that contract, they're going to say that they're going to market your book. This mm-hmm. is a ploy to get you to go with them. But once mm-hmm. you go with this company, again, the only thing that they're going to do is to put your book on their website, and that's mm-hmm. it. Okay. So that's one of the pros. Uh, well, that's one of the cons of publishing. Is there any pros or any positive side? And what are your, your positive sides, and if there are any cons to self-publishing? Well, you know me, I am a self-publishing expert. Matter of fact, that's what people call me, the self-publishing expert, because mm-hmm. when I give my seminars, I actually talk to my audience about how to actually put a book out, the cheapest, most professional way to put a book out. Right now, right. what people need to understand, if I were them trying to put a book out, I would just use Amazon. Amazon is the biggest publishing company in the country right now, it's a billion dollar business. They can help you put out an ebook, they can help you put out a paperback book, and they can help you put out an audio book. If you go through them, you're going to be able to still keep all your profits. Like on a, a ebook, say a ebook, they're going to take um, how much is it? Seventy percent. Okay, say on a two ninety nine ebook. If you go through Amazon on a two ninety nine ebook, you every time. Uh, Every time you sell a two ninety nine ebook, you're still getting at least two dollars and something back, which is a lot of money. Mm. Right. Yeah. So again, services, and and this services is free to post your stuff on their sites. Um, you know, a lot of people just don't know that, but the services are free to post it on no particular site. The only thing you got to worry about is uh, printing, um, but if you go through their paperback book company, you could print one book at a time. So you don't really – the only biggest thing you need to worry about if you're going through a company like Amazon or Barnes & Noble is editing. You want to – if you don't want to use a professional editor, you want to go ahead and um, get two or three friends that maybe are good in English that can help you edit your book. Mm-hmm. You really want to be careful and never put a book out an unprofessional book out there because once you ever, if you ever put an unprofessional book out there, they will never, ever forget you in the writing industry. Mm, That's good to know. Thank you. So you talked about social media and a lot of ways to to get 
your book marketed free. And then let's talk about free versus paid and the benefits or the trade off from going can you just go with just social media or do you need to do a combination? Well, I mean, you can just go with social media. A lot of people are on social media now. They've got these aggressive groups out there that's really doing a lot of good things. I mean, I see them every day. I belong to about 150 groups on Facebook, and some of the groups are very, very proactive, and they're really getting the message out. A lot of the book websites are on those particular groups. So a lot of the social media is doing a lot of things. But the biggest thing is you've got to have a professional website, and a lot of people Thing a blog and a website is the same thing. It's not. A website is something you need to have on the title of the book or your name as the website. Not a blog or not a, you know, a blog is not the same thing as a website. And that's the biggest thing that people don't understand. So you want to commit to putting out a professional website. Once you get that professional website out, Yes, you can very well get yourself out there with social media, especially now with YouTube. You can actually create your own TV show on YouTube, right. and it's so easy to put stuff on YouTube, and it's free. Mm-hmm. Those are some awesome tips. Um, I'm just, you know, one of the things I realized and when you were talking about the um, Amazon publishing, because, again, I've heard different things about that, that you really have to do the research and figure out which one is going to work best for you. Now, we have you as an expert recommending Amazon, so that's good. But, you know, for anyone that's just getting into this, um, they would have to, you know, really do some research and just not hop on, um, you know, the, the first site or the first recommendation that someone else might give. We're fortunate to have you with us this evening. So thank you again for being here and sharing mm -hmm. your expertise with us. So um, it's, it's really um, something that you have to, as in anything, do the research. Right, right. You have to do your research. You just don't want to listen to anything. All I know is you know, I've been out there. On, you know, My first book came out in 2001, so I've been mm -hmm. out there for a minute. Uh, you know, in writing industry, I have read every book out there on writing, so I know the field back in front. That's why mm -hmm. I put out my own writing book, which is one, again, one of my hottest books and one of the hottest seminars I give on how to write a book. So, mm -hmm. like I said, I know the industry from the inside out. And yes. when I first went with the publisher, I was just naive. I went with her instead of doing my own research. Had I done my own research, I would have self-published from day one. I would never have went through another publisher. Wow. Wow. Mm -hmm. I self-published my book as well, Leaping Over the Hurdles of Life. And it, it's an extra step of work, but it's well worth it, especially if you're going to take that next step and follow up. I personally have been guilty of not uh, marketing it adequately um, as far as its worth and the value that it has to the world. And so I'm hoping to glean a lot from you on how to actively take that to the next level. And I heard that one of the best things that you can do to help you get to the next level is to actually write a second book. <laughs> Why is that right, so effective? Right. Well, yeah. I mean, sometimes you know, an author might write three or four books before they put one out that really does really, really well. Like I said, out of all my books right now, my writing books is my best-selling book. I mean, I could go to a health seminar and be talking health because I got four health books out, but I guarantee you everybody that come up to that table is they're going to go straight for the writing book. 
Yeah, because right. as I said, you know, if if you have you haven't lived, if you don't have a book in you, so a lot of people want to get that book out, and and there's a lot of good information and experience that comes out of our personal life experience. Right, right. It's a lot of work. Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you it's not a lot of work, but I just like self-publishing because I'm very hands-on. I used to be a secretary. I started my career off as a secretary, so I'm very organized and hands-on. So that's why I do very well. I did very well self-publishing. But if you're one of those people that you could barely write anyway, which a lot of people nowadays can't write, especially since they took Cursey out of high school, you might yeah. be better off going through another publisher. But you need to understand up front, if you go through another publisher, you might need to hire a PR company just to help you get the book out. Mm-hmm. Wow. So you have got a catalog of books, and I, I think one of the key things that – people need to know how to do is when asked the question, what is your book about, be able to do a kind of elevator speech on the book. So um, I'm going to put you on the spot and ask you a question about a couple of your books and you can (laughs) give me like two sentences about what the book is about. Okay? Oh, sure. Okay. All right. Diabetes 101. Everything you need to know about diabetes, which is the number one killer of Africans, American. Okay. Police Interactions 101, which is really a current topic having uh, in the news recently the death of Eric Garner at the hands of the police in EMS. Right. 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 Police Interaction 101 will tell you what to do when you interact with a police officer in your car, on the streets, or in your home. This guy was on the street, so it would have told him that he should never have started a conversation with a police officer. You don't even want to start a conversation with these guys, especially you don't want to agitate them. You just don't want to do that. Especially in New York City and other urban areas. Right, right, because they have the upper hand. So why would you sit there and even talk to these guys? Okay. Uh, recession survival guide. Well, everything you need to know about the recession, it contains plenty of links to tell you how to save money. Everybody right now is trying to save money because they're in a bad predicament right now. And that book has tons of links that you can just go right into and figure out how to save money right now. Okay, one more. How about uh, a woman's guide to buying a vehicle? Okay. Women, having they have a hard time buying a vehicle because most of these things are set up for men, not women. So I broke it down as a mother of two daughters. I broke it down to show people how easy it is to go in and purchase a vehicle. All the mistakes that women make can be avoided simply by reading that particular book. Yeah, that's fantastic. And so tell us more about your business, how our listeners can contact you, get more information, or attend webinars, seminars, et cetera. Yes, and then afterwards we'll open the lines, if you don't mind, so that we can ask our um, audience to to come in. So, audience, if you'd like to um, talk to Kathy after she gives us more information about her companies, please press 1 and we'll bring you into the conversation. Kathy? 
Okay, well, I have an empowerment company. Empowerment is simply having the options and choices to make good decisions in your life. And nowadays, people don't have those options or choices because they're not empowered. So I created this company, then I created my line of books so people could have access to some great information. I also give seminars and workshops, and like I said, my hottest three seminars are on health, their own business, and their own self-publishing or how to write a book. Basically, I just moved to Austin, Texas three weeks ago. Like I said, last year I left Atlanta in January of 2013. I left Atlanta after 19 years because I felt that Atlanta was no longer the city for me. And I went out on tour to 15 states and gave these seminars and workshops to help people figure out what it is that they really need to do right now. When I wrote my book, my goal was to create products that was going to help people solve problems. Right now people are trying to solve problems, but, again, they don't have access to information. So all of my books can be read by 12-year-olds and above. They're easy-to-read books, and, again, they contain great, great information on how to move forward. So they could check out my publishing company at www.angelspress.com, www.angelspress.com, and my seminars and my workshops are located at www.kathyharrisspeaks.com. And again, go to kathyharrisspeaks.com because I have some great information on that page, my old newsletters and some great articles that's really going to empower people and show them how to move forward in their life. And don't forget to join my mailing list. So get on my mailing list because I'm putting out some great information right now to empower people. Okay, great. Uh, we'll take a first caller. The last four digits of the phone number are 2577. 2577, you are on the air. Yes, I wanted to um, ask a question because I am in um, the process of um, writing a book, and I had sent it to a publisher. It's self-publishing, basically, and there's no editing. I mean, there is editing, but it's it, it's more costly for that. Um, right now, what I'm doing is is um, having other people to read it who are you know strong in their English and everything before I publish it. The question that I wanted to ask was, um, this company, they offer, um, you know, Amazon and, and, and websites and different things um, for that. But going forward for other works that I have, I um, am more inclined to do it myself. The question that I want to ask you is, dealing with a, a, a self-publishing company, um, would that still be on the lines of dealing with a regular publisher or um, is Amazon, you know, them offering the um, publishing tools, is that still a better way to go instead of dealing with a publishing company that's considered to be self-publishing? Well, yeah, uh, you're still going through a publisher. You're calling them self-publisher, but they're still they're, they are a publishing company. So you're still going to have to split your profits with them. So, okay. again, if you go through Amazon, you're going to be able to keep all, most of your profits, your own self, you're going to be able to keep most. You're going to be in a position to be more hands-on with your book because, again, when you go to a publisher, 
you know, they're going to be able to tell you everything that you could do with your book. And if your book is not selling, if you sign some kind of contract with them, they can actually shelf your book, you know, some of the bigger companies. So, again, I just feel you need to go with a company that you're going to be able to be hands-on with your particular product. Okay, and from what I understand, I guess Amazon offers um, they offer those services where you're able to just do everything yourself and you don't have to worry yes. about. Yes, they have editing services. If you can't find anybody to help you edit, their editing services, I think, start off like maybe 250 I don't know. But, you know, they are one of the companies I hear that are very professional. I mean, they will answer your uh, emails within 24 hours. I've just never seen a company that professional, you know, because I teach business uh, workshops, and most business owners out here nowadays, you know, customer service is like out the door. People don't return phone calls or emails, and I'm just so fascinated with Amazon because, like I said, their customer service is like off the chain. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Okay. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I've had the same experience with them. Okay. And you had mentioned earlier in reference to putting out a, a book. Um, you said that if you put out a book that's unprofessional, that you would never be forgotten or something like that in, in the arena. Um, right. What constitutes, I guess, the professionalism of a book if you're self-publishing it and you're not going through a company? I mean, in, as far as yourself as a self-publishing person, a person who's self-published, what would you constitute as saying, okay, well, this work is professional as opposed to this work if the person is doing it themselves and they're not going through a professional company? Right, right. Well, you can look at a book and tell it's not professional. First of all, you have to make sure you invest in a book company. Well, that's the first thing that people are going to be looking at. If your book is not selling, a lot of times people just put another book cover on the book, and then the book will start selling. So first of all, you want to invest in a great book cover, and there are book cover designers out there, like my book cover designer. She only charges like $90 for an e-book and a paperback book cover. So there are some people out there that you can get to do professional work for you. Typesetting. Um, if you do your own typesetting, if everything is not lined up or if the words look like they're bleeding off the page, typos. Uh, there was mm-hmm. a couple of books I read. They left the EDs off the words. They left the S's off the words. So, again, if you put out works, that's really, really hard for people to get the message simply because right. of the typos in the book. People will remember you, and they're going to talk about you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's, that's very interesting um, because I was – on the verge of just getting a part of the book, um, breaking it up to say, you know, let me put it out in parts. And um, and I showed it to my sister, and, you know, she she works with um, newscasting and different things like that. And she had told me that it wasn't ready. So I said, okay, well, let me just hold back. And I did. And then I showed it um, to someone else, and they said, well, it's good. It's just the style of it and how it's mm-hmm. written. Everyone has mm-hmm. their different styles. So what I did was just kind of hold back and just let other people read it to, you know, just get their ideas and any right. comments or things before it's actually published so I can get, a, a, I guess, a well-rounded view so that mm-hmm. when it is put out, it's professional or, or you know, it's no, no typos, right. that the message is coming across properly and um, that, you know, it's, it's a go. You would want something to sell. I mean, you'll make different mistakes at, before mm-hmm. you actually get to that level but um 
you right. know, just reading and different things like that. Um, is there anything else you would advise <laughs> in terms well, of someone seem, that's you new? Well, you seem to be going in the you seem to be going in the right direction. But you know, before I started writing, a lot of my books were kind of self help and empowerment. Before I read and written, before I wrote any of my books, the first six months of my business when I retired in two thousand and five, I did nothing but read self help books. I did nothing but read empowerment books. So you want to, I don't know what kind of book you're putting out, but you want to read other books in that same category before you actually put your book out to see how other people are writing. It's based on the same lines of empowering people, um, self-help. It's a motivation book for people to just, Mm -hmm. you know, look at their situation, look where they are, but don't just settle for it or settle in it to get up and do something, you know, to make a difference for yourself. And then that mm-hmm. it, those energies will be felt by everyone around you, and then it will just keep growing from there. Mm-hmm. You know, and so what I do do, I, I read different books. Um, one of the, sometimes I get stuck, and one of the mm-hmm. books that I, I read, well, that I'm reading now is called The um, the War of Art, which is a book mm-hmm. about four writers who get stuck, who get to mm-hmm. get to a point where they can't go any further. And mm-hmm. um, Mr. Pressfield, he's the author of it. He talks about resistance and how resistance mm-hmm. is that key factor in all of us. Is not just for writing, but in any endeavor that we encounter that gets us to that point that when we're at the brink of being successful whatever it is, the fears or whatever kicks in, is what keeps us from, from making that launch to just right, go forward. Right. And we have to conquer that and then become professional. And then in, in the book he talks about the amateurs and professionals and how to, you know, recognize who's what. And, you know, I just mm-hmm. found that to be interesting. But I'm still at that point where, you know, Right. You're still not sure, and you want to make sure before you put something out there that the public is going to look at, that it, you know, the message is getting across. Well, you have to have thick skin if you're going to be a writer, because when you put these books on Amazon and these other sites where they can actually come in and critique your book, your pages, <laughs> whatever, they are going to criticize you. That's what they do. you got to understand, people out there mm-hmm. are waiting to criticize, to say something bad about your books. They say something bad about my books all the time, and I don't care. I know my books are professional. I know my books are great. My daughter is an English professor. So before I put anything out, she looks at all of my stuff. So if you need somebody to edit your book, all you need to go to the English schools, also go to the English uh, so many young people who are writing uh, and, and taking English, they can also look at your work because they're experts in English. Right. And, you, again, you can't be afraid. You just have to put it out there. But at the same time, do your homework. Yeah, make sure it's the best possible product and, mm-hmm. and you know, get it, get it done and put it out there. So once you put all of your effort into it mm-hmm. and, you know, it is the best possible product, then let it go. Right, yes, right. Have, print uh, out a couple of other if, if you've got mistakes, you can always go back and change it. So understand, mm-hmm. when you put out these books, you can always go back and change the cover. You can change the wording inside. You can change a lot of things. So understand that. Well, thank you so much, caller, for um, sharing that and, and coming in. Raisa, you said we have more callers on the line? Yes. 4649, you're on the yeah. air. You have a question? Yeah, good afternoon. Uh, my name is Roxanne Richardson, and um, I, I heard you talk a lot about Amazon.com, 
And I know that I have several friends who um, publish books themselves, and a lot of it they did themselves. A lot of it they got uh, help from some publishers or or people who were, were self-publishers. And they had to get um, an X amount of likes on uh, um, on their book, books uh, for Amazon to even sell them. So you'd have to call somebody and say, well, you go to Amazon and, and press uh, or make a comment about my book and how you like it. I mean, and they were soliciting the people who haven't even read their book just to get these, um, uh, this uh, number up mm-hmm. so that they could get sales. That, mm-hmm. that's, that's one thing I, I want you to speak on. And another thing is about uh, illustrators. How mm-hmm. do you go about getting illustrators? I mean, they're out there. If you're putting out a children's book, of course you need illustrators, of course, because most children's books have pictures in it, so you have to get an illustrator. They're out there. Check with black bookstores, because black bookstores, there are not a lot of them left, but there are black illustrators out there. Google them, but they're out there. I mean, there's a lot of illustrators out there that you could use uh, with your book. You're talking about Amazon, people are trying to get people to go on there and buy the books. The biggest thing, what I'm listening in listening to you saying is that people are not marketing their books because they shouldn't have to go on Amazon to get people to go on there to try to buy books, books that just came out. They need to be doing other things, and that's why I'm doing other things, like giving my seminars, having my Internet radio show, um, you know, uh, writing my articles. I've got this great newsletter. People just love my newsletter, and I had my newsletter for over 15 years. So obviously these people are not doing other things because I don't tell anybody. I don't have a lot of reviews on my books, and I don't care. Because I'm selling books other ways. And the biggest way that I'm selling my books is at my seminars and workshops. Because once people listen to me at my seminars and workshops, they're going to come up to my table and buy my books because my books are only $10. And they're awesome, awesome, awesome books. So the, to clarify, you you can use um, Amazon as a self-publisher, but that doesn't guarantee that they're going to sell it on the site. No, we're just going to okay. put it on the site. That's it. And you, like I said, you are the one that's going to have to market your book. You can go mm-hmm. to them because they got cheap services and they can print out. Right. Okay. That, that doesn't guarantee that they're going to sell it. Okay. No, right. no, it's they're not website. selling for so you. you. Right, you can connect yeah. the links to your page to Amazon, but at the same time, you're going to have to be the one to your own horn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and also, Roxanne, in terms of illustrators, there. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I know uh, other people also talk about doing press releases. Um, yes. You know, uh, once you've gotten your book completed, mm-hmm. and um, that's not an easy task either. I mean, like, writing the release is good. It's not so bad, but getting it to the the right people, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why you need to go through one of the PR companies. There are PR companies out there that specialize in nothing but press releases. That, that's what yeah, and there are some free ones, too, because we use some of those. Right, and that's kind of not, that can be kind of costly, too, right? Mm-hmm. But there are free companies out there. Like she said, there are free companies out there. You just need to find the company. Yeah, so there are free companies out there because we use them. Mm-hmm. Right, and, okay. and I can email you a couple of them that we use, and, and you will find them. Like if you're doing a search for the subject matter, one of the things is making sure, um, you know, the information, the press releases that you put out is 
containing the correct keywords or search terms. But, you know, we've done that for Sisters in Spirit, and if you go back and search certain terms, they definitely show up. And other outlets pick up those press releases. So that's, that's one of the things um, that's key. You can submit your press release to some of these free companies and other outlets that need content. They will, you know, use your press release. So right. it has right. to be written in such a way that it will be compelling for whatever the subject matter is, and other companies will pick them up. So we can definitely share some of the press release companies. And then I also wanted to speak to um, the illustrators. There are a couple of online um, uh, companies. One is Elance, mm-hmm. and I've, you might have heard of them, but they this is a company of people that offer different types of services at discount prices. Elance.com, they're freelancers. Most of these people have their own companies, graphic artists, illustrators. You just go in there and fill out a profile of what type of service you're looking for, and you can get a discount. And the other one is Fiverr.com, and they typically are supposed to do stuff for $5, but they always upsell. So those are some... um, you know, cost-effective ways that you can get some of the services that you that you need. Uh, we've also used Elance. I've used them personally for. Um, actually, I used them for the uh, cover of my book, which came out pretty well. So you know, you have to do the due diligence. You have to go and when when they have their profiles, go to their websites, look at their portfolios to make sure that they're align with what you're looking for. But those offhand, and I'm sure there are more, are companies that offer services that are pretty cost-effective. Yes, and Kathy mentioned a lot of things that you can do as an individual, um, including the web uh, seminars and workshops, the newsletters. Mm-hmm. Those are very powerful. You get your information out there. And another thing you can do is an online book trailer. You can create your own and use the services of companies like Fiverr or Elance just to find that resource who can put it together for you. And Mm -hmm. don't forget word of mouth. You know, you talk to people and they'll quickly say, oh, you know, I know somebody, I can refer somebody to you. That's the best way to find a really good resource, and that way you're not searching out there for someone and you might get a lemon. Yeah, and that's true. You have to do your due diligence. The other thing in terms of an artist is some of the local art colleges and the high schools that have art, strong art pro- programs, that's another resource as well. Some of these colleges actually feature their seniors, and um, I'm not sure about in the area, but I've seen this done before. They feature their seniors and, a, and they offer a portfolio of some of their strongest seniors, so there are a lot of different ways to get some of the um, resources that we need. Okay. Thank you very much for that, those questions. And we're going to go with the next caller. 1111, you are on the line. And this may be an Internet caller. So if you know you where he went? I think you're on the air. Okay. <laughs> One 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 one. Okay. Okay. So, um, just an, another question in general. So, how do you let people know how the book will benefit them? 
So you've got your main niche, who you go after. And then if you turn the story around just slightly, there's other groups of people that the book can benefit. So how do you let them know this book is for you? Right. Well, marketing, basically, and like I said, there's always to have your waiting audience ready for the book. You just have to let people know that this is going to be a great book for you. Like I said, my book is coming out in two weeks. I mean, people who want to start businesses are already waiting for my book, the new CEO, because of the current economy we live in, and we live in such dark times right now. The only way that people are going to be able to save themselves are by starting a business. And that business could be writing a book. So, again, you just want to get out there and market yourself and do five things every day to market your business. You need to spend 75% of your time marketing your business. That's a lot of time, but you do need to spend 75% of your time marketing your business. So I do about five things every day to market my business. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Ning. Uh, I'm, I'm not on Instagram yet, so I'm working on that right now. Suppose you you have a vigorous job and you don't have 75% of your time to dedicate. What would you say are the three top things that you should be doing to maximize it? Say I have an hour a day. What can I do in my work? It all depends on what kind of book. If you've got a fiction book coming out, you need to turn it into a screenplay to get more exposure. Uh, I have a nonfiction book, The Kathy Harris Story. I am getting ready to do my own documentary. I'm ordering the equipment that it's going to take to edit everything. So, again, you want to uh, – it all depends on the type of book. If it's a nonfiction book, you need to be writing articles. You need to be putting information out there. But I think newsletters are hot. Newsletters have always been hot because people do want, want information. And like I said, everybody in your mom is on Facebook. You know, join, uh, build your own groups on Facebook. I mean, you could go on Facebook and make your own group. And then everybody else is going to join in to your group to see what you're talking about. So, again, there's all kinds of ways to market your book. You can read my business book. You can read my writing book. I list 30 ways to market your particular business and to market your book. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned several ways to get the book out there. Uh, audio book, e-book, and the hard book. Um, how effective have audio books been for you? Well, they're real effective. Matter of fact, I just released, within the last three months, I just released my first audio books. Now, when I put out all my books, I put them out first as an e-book and a paperback book. But had I known better, and if I was anybody who's coming up now, I would just go ahead and do the e-book, the the paperback, and the audio book. But now I've got to go back now and do all my audio books. But my audio books are selling like crazy because I understand if my audience, but my audience is black people, and black people don't like to read, so that means they're going to listen to audio books. It all depends on what type of audience you've got. When I have a white audience and I go in a room with my paperback books, they buy my paperback books because white people will read paperback books. Black people will listen to audio books. So, again, if your audience is black people, you really need to look at doing audio books. Oh, that's a great tip. And I did notice that you do a lot of works for people of color, the diabetes book, police interaction, flying while black, and discrimination 101. Right. So there's a, a world of information that you've provided to the community. 
Right, yeah, because, you know, um, my passion and foremost is African-American. So you want to, if you're a nonfiction writer like myself, you want to write a nonfiction book. Nonfiction books help you save time, save money, and improve your life. You want to write books that's going to solve problems. So you could go on my website at angelspress.com, and most of my book on that website is going to solve some type of problem. So, again, if you're planning on writing a nonfiction book, look at writing a book that's going to solve a problem in the community. Have you written, written rather, any fiction? No. You know what? I don't even read fiction. And and the reason why, because I am too busy, I have like 30 nonfiction books that I'm trying to get to to read right now because I read a lot and I write a lot, but I don't have time to deal with fiction. I'm just that busy. I mean, fiction is great. Um, it's entertainment. The writer makes things up, but a lot of fiction is based on real life. Now, 60% of fiction in the black community is read by black women, but other communities, white communities now, I'm telling you, they are reading nonfiction books, and this is why those communities have access to great information. So that's what we really need to look at right now. How are we going to gain access to information? I know a lot of fiction writers who also read nonfiction books, especially, you know, my daughter, my two daughters love fiction books, but they read nonfiction books like crazy also. And a lot of people just seem to read the fiction and they won't touch the nonfiction books. But nonfiction books is going to give you the answer to what you really need to do right now. Right. They answer the question of how to solve a real problem, as you said. Right. <laughs> Kathy, help. you want to share your um, contact information with us again and let us know of uh, any seminars or upcoming events that you may have? And, uh, okay, afterwards, I just moved I to take one more I've been question. here three weeks, so my areas that I'm going to be doing a lot of stuff at event in a couple of months is Dallas, Houston, and San Antonio. But Columbus, Ohio, Cincinnati, Ohio, and Youngstown, Ohio want me to come back that way. So before the end of the year, I will be going back to Columbus, Cincinnati, and Ohio, I mean Youngstown, Ohio, and I will also be going to St. Louis uh, and Philadelphia. I'll be at the LOX conference on October the 4th in Philadelphia. So for those of you who live in the north, if you want to come by my table, I'm going to have all my books laid out, come by my table so we can talk and meet and, again, that's on October the 4th. But right now I don't have anything on my schedule. So basically what people need to do right now, go to my website, www.kathyharrisspeaks.com, and join my mailing list so you can get the great newsletters that I'm putting out. Also check out my publishing company. Again, if you have a young person in your house and you know that young person needs to become a business owner, i got this great book coming out in two weeks. So go to my publishing company at www.angelspress.com. Again, www.angelspress.com. And I give free business mentoring at my email address at s. A-S-K, ask Kathy Harris at angelspress.com. So if you have any type of question, you can email me anytime, and I will answer your question. Or you can call me, too. You call me anytime at 770-873-2072. Thank you. Do we have time for another question? Yes, we do. Okay. 
Uh, I see um, some hands up, so let me just see if, if you still have a question here. This is 2577. Did you have another question or comment? <laughs> yeah, this is me again. My name is Yvonne Powell, and um, I am – I want to – say that I'm very grateful for um, all this information that's being put out. Um, what I wanted to ask was about the ebook. That's another um, avenue, and I'm very happy that you um, expounded on that a little bit because I never even thought in terms of ebooks. Would, how would you basically do that? You would just, like, I guess, what, sit in front of a, a recorder and just record and just no go from there? Book. I mean, an audio, no, uh, excuse me, well, you're right, an audio book. I didn't mean to say e-book, but, I mean, yeah. how would you think in terms of just putting something out like that? Because that's, that takes things to a whole other level. Well, know, once you um, write, the, the good thing about an e-book, and what, this is what I tell my audience, if you don't have a lot of money, just put out an e-book. Matter of fact, I put out all my e-books two years before I went to paperback. So, again, if you don't have a lot of money, just put out an e-book. Uh, e-books are very easy to do. You could go on Amazon.com and they could walk you through the program on there, BarnesandNoble.com, Smashwords.com. But Chapter 5 of my writing book, Chapter 5, will walk you through this complete together an e-book. And like I said, if you put out an e-book, you don't have to print the book, so you're going to be able to save money. The only thing you have to worry about is editing the book. Okay, and an and audio the, book. And, yeah, an audio book. I, I, the whole time I said ebooks, I was thinking more ter- more in in terms of audio books. That's why I was asking. You just sit in front like of your computer and just record yeah, your voice audio like that. Book, you can it. actually order the equipment yourself. And I ordered all my equipment off Amazon.com for three hundred dollars. And once you order the equipment, you just sit in front of your computer and record your book. That's it. It's a pretty easy process to do. Matter of fact, I'm working with people, so I can probably walk you through that step. That's part of my consulting services. I can help you set up your home office if you want to read your own audio books. And some people should really do audio books instead of doing a paperback book. They really should just go straight to the audio book. Depending mm-hmm. on the audience, as you said. Right. Right. Yeah. That's oh, awesome. something I guess you can just pop in your in your car while you're driving and just listen to it. Yeah. Right. right. Um, while you're cooking, while you're clean, cleaning, whatever you're doing, if it, there's no noise in the background, audio books are the way to go. Yeah, and, <laughs> and they're just downloadable now, right? Right. Yes. Right. Like I say, all the equipment is less than three hundred dollars, and you can just sit at home and record your books. I'm getting ready to record ten audio books. So wow. wow. But, and you can uh, also you know, have people do the voiceover or the voice on your audio book. It doesn't have to be you. Right. No, you can hire somebody from Amazon to do it, or if you've got a friend with a nice voice, right. just get right. them to do it. Right. 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 But, you know, think about it, though. Your listeners, though, they do want to listen. To, they really want to listen to you, but it doesn't have to be you. Like, mm-hmm. I put a book out with an audience for men, my police interaction one-on-one. Of course, I didn't want to talk to men, so I hired a guy to actually record that book for me. Yeah. And it's more effective that way. Oh, it's very effective that way. You know, men are not going to listen to women, so, of course, you know, like I said, I hired this brother to record the book for me. Wow, that is awesome. Thank you. I am so inspired. Thank you so much. 
No problem. They can say, just check out my writing book. It has everything in it that you need to actually put out a book, how to get money for a book. And I want to mention this real quick because I know a lot of the callers is, is having financial issues. The biggest thing about getting money for a book or a business, you need to understand that 90% of all businesses, 90% is started with personal sources. Now, personal sources, I'm talking about 401Ks, transport payments, divorce settlements, unemployment, insurance, and income taxes. So, again, that's where you're going to have to get the money from to write your book or to, or to start your business. Okay, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. We have time for one more. Um, 4649, did you have another question or comment? Okay, thank you. So, um, I guess we're ready to start winding down at this point. <laughs> yes, and as we wind down the show, we like to close with quotes on the topic, and we'll start with our guest, Kathy Harris. Kathy, do you have a thought of your own or a quote from someone that you'd like to share with the audience? Well, the biggest my quote is you can sit by and watch as the world goes by or you can find opportunities to make it better. That is my quote of the day. And basically, people need to understand, if you've got a book inside of you in this fallen economy, now is the time for you to get out there and put it out there. There is tons of opportunities out there, but they're not going to knock on your door. But what you need to look at, you need to look at being healthy because a lot of reason why people are not moving forward is because of their health. So you want to check out my website and look at my four health books so you can have the energy to actually get out there and write a book, because otherwise you will have writer's block if you're not eating good food. Mm. Awesome. Yes, awesome. Sky? Uh, yes, I had two that I'd like to share. Um, the first is if there's a book that you want to read but hasn't been written yet, then you must write it, and that's Toni Morrison. And the second one is there's no greater agony than bearing an untold story inside you, and that's Maya Angelou. That, that's awesome. I know why the cage bird sings. Yeah, and so a lot of times there's a story that wants to come through you, so I thought this quote was interesting. The book is more important than your plans for it. You have to go with what works for the book. If your ideas appear hollow or forced when they are put on paper, Chop them, erase them, pulverize them, and start again. Mm-hmm. Don't whine when things are not going your way because they are going the right way for the book, mm-hmm. which is more important. The show must go on, and so must the book. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> very nice. Very nice. Yes. So, again, Kathy, thank you so much for being with us on the show tonight. Yes. Oh, yes. Thank you. Thank you, ladies, so much. It was just great being here sharing information. You know, I share a lot of free information. That's why everybody needs to just sign up for my mailing list and get on there and read some of this awesome information I'm putting out here. And yes, tell us one more way. time and how I'm to sign up for to... that mailing list. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Raisa, what did you say? Tell us one more time how to sign up for that mailing list. Okay. It's dot com www.kathyharrisspeaks.com or www.angelspress.com. Okay, and we also would 
like for you to go to our Fluid Magazine site at www.fluidmagazine.com where you can comment on today's show, tell us more about what you like, and read some really interesting articles that deal with health and well-being and self-empowerment. It's www.fluidmagazine.com and like us on Facebook so we can get the word out there. Yes, and I'm looking forward to reading several of books, Kathy. So thank you again for being here and sharing. Oh, thank you. Thank you to our listeners for spending your evening with us and coming in with your comments and your questions. We appreciate you, and you are definitely our sisters and brothers when they chime in in spirit. Yes. Thank you all for joining. You've been listening to This Internet Radio. Until the next time, enjoy the fluid flow of life by remembering to infuse harmony into your everyday living.